0: From COK Studios in Ira Glass's gondola, this is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley.
1: And I'm Dinah Jones-Mallow.
0: On today's show, we'll consider the G7 summit and President Biden's meeting with Russia's Vladimir Putin.
1: We'll also consider a harrowing tale of a lobster diver that was swallowed by a humpback whale.
0: And we'll consider that we have some exciting news for you about your extended warranty. Stay with us.
1: Support for Consider Our Knowledge comes from the Manfred Mann Foundation. do wa diddy diddy-dum-diddy doing work to promote music in inner city schools since 1993. And 1-800-TUBE-SOCKS, discreetly delivering tube socks and other irregular footwear through the mail to your door. 1-800-TUBE-SOCKS, your weird foot problem is our little secret.
0: This is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley.
1: And I'm Dinah Jones-Mallow.
0: Leaders of the G7 wrapped up their very first in-person meeting in two years this weekend, agreeing to work together to combat the coronavirus pandemic, confront climate change, and, in a win for President Biden, counter the rising influence of China.
1: Biden has identified China as the top strategic challenge for the United States and its Democratic allies but had met some resistance during three days of talks in Cornwall about just how assertive to be on Beijing in the G7's official joint statement.
0: Biden next went to NATO in Brussels, where he gave a full-throated U.S. support for the alliance. He also urged modernization for the 70-year-old alliance. He will then meet with Russian president and shirtless horseback rider Vladimir Putin in Geneva on Wednesday.
1: Joining us from Brussels with a report on the G7 summit and the Biden-Putin meeting is our international gossip reporter and popular teenage girl, Melissa Reynolds. Hey! Hey.
0: Melissa, it was obvious from just watching the body language of the other leaders at the G7 that they were glad to have Joe Biden representing the United States and not Donald Trump.
2: Oh my god, toads. It was huge for the other leaders to see and work with an American president who actually cares about issues facing the G7 nations, and not just about themselves. French President Emmanuel Macron said, I think it's great to have the U.S. president, part of the club, and very willing to cooperate.
0: Well, that's a very far cry from the last G7 summit with Trump.
2: I know, right? Here's what German Chancellor Angela Merkel had to tell me about Biden being here. Angela, what's up,
1: girl? Nothing, just engaging in geopolitics. Oh, totally. How's it been going so far? Quite well. It's very nice not being yelled at and bullied by that hoden Donald Trump. I'm also enjoying not having to eat nothing but burned steak and ketchup.
2: Oh, I bet. B-T-dubs, I love your outfit. Danke.
1: I built my entire look around these sensible brown loafers. I got them in Stuttgart.
2: So cute. Pretty much everyone was super stoked to have Joe Biden there and really felt supported by the U.S. Oh, I looked up what Hoden means, and apparently it's German for testicle.
0: That's accurate.
2: There was one person who wasn't as excited to have Biden there as opposed to Trump.
0: Oh, really? Who was that?
2: Uh, Boris Johnson. Duh. Here's what he had to say.
3: Yes, certainly President Biden is much better informed and has plans to be much tougher on Russia, which helps all NATO countries. But but now that Trump isn't president, I'm the biggest dirtbag here. It's really quite unfair.
2: I get it. Nobody likes to be the one everyone makes fun of. You're like me at that horse face Jenny Weisberg's bat mitzvah. I have never been to one before and she and all our Hebrew school friends were super rude and bratty.
3: Yes, everyone's been very rude to me. I overheard Justin Trudeau and Biden making fun of my hair. People used to do that to Trump and not me.
2: I kind of bet that they used to make fun of both your hair.
3: Uh, Yes, you're right, but at least we had each other. I miss my camp friend.
2: Oh, I know, Boris.
3: It's just not the same as it used to be. I hate being the worst.
2: Biden's meeting with Putin on Wednesday will be very important and he will definitely be much tougher on Russia than Trump was.
0: That wouldn't be too hard.
2: Uh, Toads, I don't think Biden is going to swoon like Trump did when Putin walks in the room. It was gross. Like when Ryan Maxwell would drool over Lacey Hendricks in six period Spanish. Barf. No es bueno.
0: Indeed. Thanks for that report, Melissa. No prob. That was Melissa Reynolds reporting live from the G7 and NATO Summit.
1: You're listening to Consider Our Knowledge. Now we turn to an exciting and harrowing story out of Provincetown, Massachusetts. A commercial lobster diver says he escaped relatively unscathed after nearly being swallowed by a humpback whale in a biblical-sounding encounter that whale experts describe as rare but plausible. I went to the scene to hear firsthand what happened last Friday to Michael Packard. Packard, 56, said that he was diving for lobster off the coast of Provincetown on Friday morning when the whale suddenly scooped him up.
4: Oh, yeah, it was scary. I was just swimming along, and then I felt this huge bump, and everything went dark. Wicked dark. Wow. Yeah, I was in his closed mouth for about 30 to 40 seconds before he rose to the surface, spit me out. Thankfully, I'm just bruised up, don't have any broken bones, you know. Go Socks!
1: Forgive me for saying this, but it's hard to believe that the whale swallowed you and then spit you out.
4: So so what, you don't believe me?
1: No, I, I just think it's such a fantastic story that some might find it difficult
4: to believe, that's all. Hey, hey, Dooley, this public radio butterface doesn't believe me. What, she doesn't believe you? And yeah, my buddy Dooley was there. He saw the whale spit me out, right, Dooley? Oh yeah, spit him right out, just like a fat water skull. See, I'm not lying.
1: Packard was still wearing his scuba gear and breathing apparatus inside the whale's mouth, which he said was completely dark. Fearing he wouldn't make it out alive, he thought about his wife and sons.
4: I thought wicked hot about my family and the fact that I might not get to see the Sox win another series, but uh. Yeah, then I went flying out of his mouth. Oh,
0: yeah. He went flying out like a spitter.
4: Yeah, still don't believe me?
1: No, I just want to get
4: the full picture of the story. Nah, I bet she wouldn't believe half the stuff us lobster divers see down there. Yeah, like the time I was seduced by those mermaids. Man, they were hot. Oh, wicked hot.
3: <laughs> like so much hotter than Ariel with bigger, you know, clam shells.
4: <laughs> mermaids, huh? Oh, yeah. I told him I couldn't make love to him because uh, I'm a married man. But they insisted. And uh, one time we found Nemo, reunited him with his dad and that nice little blue fish. It was so rewarding, you know? I love bringing families back together.
3: Oh, oh tell about the shark.
4: Oh, yeah, yeah. So one time me and Dooley were attacked by a shark way, way bigger than Jaws. And we killed it with, uh, with nothing but our bare hands. We're wicked strong. You know what? I bet the dumb whale was a friend of that shark we killed. And he was trying to eat me for revenge. Oh, I bet you're right. Sounds as
1: plausible as any of this, really.
4: You don't know what it's like diving for lobster. It's scary down there. Wicked scary.
1: Two researchers told C. O. K. that interactions between humpback whales and humans are rare, and said the whale most likely engulfed Packard by accident as it was opening its mouth to feed on small fish. As for Nemo, the shark, and the mermaids, there is no evidence that any of that ever happened, and that these lobster divers are disingenuous about what actually happens down there wicked disingenuous. For COK News, I'm Dinah Jones-Mallow.
0: Now here's this week's edition of our Big Little Wins courtesy of our intern, Ryan. Thanks, Mr. Bentley. How was your
3: vacation, Ryan? It was stupor. I had a great time, except for when a goose bit me on the bottom. Oh, ouch, that's too bad. Yeah, it was really red. I was worried it was infected. Our first big little win comes from Grace Potter in Santa Barbara, who was worried that she didn't make enough paella for a family dinner last weekend. But thankfully, Dennis, Karen, and their two bratty kids, Dustin and Sierra, couldn't make it because they went missing in Muir Woods and there was plenty of paella for everyone. In fact, they have to throw some away. Well done on this very dark but abundant win. Well, that's nice for her. Our other win comes from me, Ryan Shaddock. I found out from my doctor that the goosebite on my bottom wasn't infected. So that's definitely a big little win. Oh, we're very happy
1: for you, Ryan.
3: Thanks, Miss Mallow.
0: To share a win with us, send us a message on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. That's all for this edition of Consider Our Knowledge. If you want more from the best-looking news team in public radio, visit our website, considerourknowledge.com. You can also like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter or Instagram. If you want to download the podcast, you can do it at Stitcher or Apple Podcasts. The COK team includes Emily Clausen, Natalie Thorpe, Marianne Wetzel, Jeremiah Knight, Hobart Willis, and Spencer Cannon. Our intern is Ryan Shattuck. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Connor Bentley.
2: Oh, my God. I know, right? Like, here's what German can't. Uh, uh,
0: Yes.